it would have been much more acceptable to have gone and taken a job. It would have been much more acceptable for me to be in corporate America than to be an entrepreneur. But what I learned and that strength that I received from adversity helped me be a better business owner today and set better goals. And I can say, we're never going to be in that position again. Welcome to Forward with NACI, Inspiring Entrepreneurial Action, a podcast that shares the stories of everyday entrepreneurs, entrepreneurial leaders, and the communities that support us. We hope that this diverse collection of stories brings you inspiration, inspires you to take action, and ignites entrepreneurship in your community as we make our way forward together. Welcome to this episode of Forward with NACI. I'm Rebecca Corbin, President and CEO of NACI, and I'm very excited to bring one of our uh, popular guests back for the third time. So uh, we're recording here today from our offices in Cary, North Carolina, and I am delighted to welcome Wendy Coulter to the program. So Wendy, let's just catch everybody up on who you are uh, in case they've missed the last two uh, episodes that aired earlier in the season. So just start us off with who you are and maybe how you're feeling this morning. Thank you so much, Becky, um, for having me back. I'm feeling great this morning. It's a beautiful day in North Carolina. We've got this kind of weird uh, transition between uh, summer and fall going on right now that's always um, has some beautiful days. And so I'm loving that and I'm excited to be here. So I am CEO and president of Hummingbird Creative Group in Cary, North Carolina. I started the business in 1995 and we're a brand strategy and uh a branding company. So we help clients define their differentiation and then figure out how to communicate that to their marketplace. Yeah. And I think there's, you know, I've learned a lot from you, just the time that we've spent together on the Cary Chamber of Commerce board, which has been just a delight, uh, but also the power of simplicity. So we talked about differentiation and being able to communicate that out. So I would encourage people, if you didn't listen to the other episodes, please do so. I've, I've learned a lot. I apply it to my uh, my daily work here at NACI. And today we're going to talk about the topic of resiliency, um, because if we're out there fighting the good fight and, and trying to grow our businesses and grow our personal brands, really realize our life purpose, there are going to be times when things don't go as planned. And we might feel like just uh, putting our heads under the covers <laughs> and not venturing back out. But eventually, um, people um, like us and our listeners and, and our NACI Nation, uh, we get right back out there. So let's begin with that. Um, Wendy, tell us a little bit about how you uh, think about resiliency, and maybe we'll get into a couple examples of, of how that is uh, manifested in your life. Sure, sure. So I, I think I'll start with that, actually. Um, for me, um, I was I was the kid who ran before I walked and um, just kind of plows through life, you know, with 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 joy and and a, a wonderful path forward, no matter what it what it would be, right? And so that's just always been my attitude. But when I was in um, high school. I went and um, set for the North Carolina Writing Scholarship, which was an award back then. And you had to go in and in about an hour and a half, write an essay on a book that had made an impact on your life. 
And I sat for the first hour, probably, maybe even a little bit more, not knowing what to write. Um, I had read all the wonderful books that we read in AP high school in North Carolina, and I was blank. Like, I couldn't figure out what to write about. And I was there to sit for a big, you know, scholarship opportunity. It was very stressful. And at the end of the day, in the last 20 minutes of of that scholarship um, sitting, I wrote about the little engine that could. And I think that um, hearing that story as a child just really um, impacted me. Um, I do a speech about the little engine and how important it is to um, always just never give up no matter what is going on in life. And I and I think that's so important in business. Um, if you look at any of the Forbes lists that come out about the essential character traits of entrepreneurs, I think resiliency is, you know, always in the top three of the list. Um, and as a business owner for over 28 years, and I've owned um, several businesses, but Hummingbird has been the the 28-year um baby since uh, since 1995. I think resiliency has really been a key for me. I call it a superpower. My husband certainly says that's my superpower is that I just never give up. I've seen that too with you in the, the years that I've known you as being a relative newcomer to Carrie. Happy to say well, I'm entering to my fourth year of our headquarters being here and living uh, in this area. And before we get to your business, I want to share with you something interesting um, from my high school. Actually, it was my middle school experience. And never would I have imagined that I would have just a public role of um, speaking. We just got back from Nashville last week where we had our annual conference, over 440 people from 43 states. So my job over the three days was really running the main stage and interviewing people and, and all that. And I think back to middle school, to your point about resiliency, where I had to memorize a poem and I was a little bit shy. I was new to my school and I got up in front of the room. Same thing with you. I just froze. And I not only did I freeze, but I started crying in the middle of this whole group of middle schoolers that I didn't know me. I was I was mortified. I went home. I didn't even tell my parents. And the teacher called my my mother that night and, you know, said, I just want to check on her. And my mother's like, well, wait, you didn't tell me anything happened. And I felt a, a lot of love and support from my family that that really allowed me to kind of get back up and, and you know, fast forward, um, you know, even thinking about memorizing a poem. Um, it's it's become part of my lived experience. So I want to pick back up with your business because I've just been impressed. Uh, full disclosure, uh, you are actually uh, one of the firms that we hire to do some work. We're going to be doing a retreat together, but it, it wasn't always smooth sailing, right? Because you get the big wins and you've gotten some big awards, but you've had other experiences along the way. So let's Let's talk about a couple of those experiences and how how you coped that might um, give some other people uh, some inspiration or some tools that they could apply to their own lives. Sure. So I think, you know, I think the biggest thing for me was um, I started a business when I was 24 years old and there were not many 24 year olds starting businesses when I did. Entrepreneurship was not what it is today. And I, um, I went in debt using credit cards. And um, I funded my business that way because that was really one of the only options at the time. 
And I also remember being told as I was getting started by family members, well, you can't just start a business or you need to go get a real job. And so really like facing adversity from the very beginning with not having any funding, um, really wanting to be independent and do my own thing. You know, I would say at the time um, you look back and you realize, well, I didn't have the confidence, you know, that I do today, but I was going to go for it. And all along the way, there there's been adversity, and I think that's just part of the the entrepreneur's um, journey. Well, it's like the hero's journey, right? <laughs> like well, you, it's, it's right. And and sometimes I think the joy that you you find is really getting through something. It makes you stronger. But I think it's also giving back to others. And and I know you have done that. Um, I've seen you do it throughout the community and um, the work you do. And on one of our prior episodes, we talked about the um, North Carolina Women's Business Hall of Fame. And I, I think that was a, a wonderful initiative that was sort of started on the nonprofit side. But um, I know that there have been other um, people in the community and experiences that you've had with um, maybe other women who've, who've helped you. So maybe share a little bit with us um, some examples of that. Oh, sure. Well, you know, I'll say my journey with women has all in in leadership and as business owners has also been full of adversity. It's not always been the support system that it is today. And I think that is part of why I started the Hall of Fame. Um, when I was very young, I walked into a room of very powerful women, and those were the women that I wanted to aspire to do what they had done. But that was not always easy, um, especially back then. Um, you know, women women were not um, brought into the business world to be empowered, right? It was it was a really different situation, and so the the ones who had made it were um, were harder to get to know, and and they were they were lifted up on a pedestal. Um, and then what I saw happen as time has gone on is that women. Um, are not quite on that pedestal anymore and w- by by other women and we're we're really really becoming um I think our time has come right I think that's the way to say it where um women can have a different voice than they did before and really support each other um and I went through quite a bit of um adversity just um overcoming judgment of other women leaders um, I was very young. They were older. Um, they would make judgments on whether to have meetings with me. They would make judgments based on the way I dressed and the way I wore my hair and and all of those things that as you get older, you realize just really are not that important. But as a young woman, um, it it really it really is hard to hear those kinds of things. And so part of the reason I'm such a champion for women today is because I want to help young women overcome um, those those uncertainties, um, have confidence, realize you can do anything that you set your mind to, which is something my mother said to me probably every day of my younger of my younger life is you can do anything you set your mind to. Um, and so to to overcome judgment, um, and I think that's an entrepreneurial thing too. I think that um, for me as um, a young person trying to find my career, it would have been much more acceptable to have gone and taken a job 
it would have been much more acceptable for me to be in corporate America than to be an entrepreneur. But what I learned, um, so I talked about the debt a little bit earlier. I went way in debt, almost to the point of filing bankruptcy. And you and I have talked about that um, and then pulled myself back out of that. And that strength that I received from adversity helped me be a better business owner today and set better goals. Goal setting was not something I really did when I was younger. I was just kind of, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And it was a very baby step progression. And today I can set goals and I can say, we're never going to be in that position again, or we're going to set ourselves up, you know, by understanding things like profit and EBITDA and what the future might hold. I learned that from the adversities that I went through in business. Um, And then I think also, you know, being resilient is about learning from mistakes, but more than that, like learning to be creative. I come from a design background, and so design thinking is a part of what I do every single day of my life. And I think realizing that you can be creative and resourceful and just overcome anything And I think a great example of that is how um, I think anyone in business has to find their differentiation. And I I preach that a lot to my customers because that's what we do for them. But it has been a journey for me at Hummingbird to really understand how in a sea of marketing people, how am I going to differentiate Hummingbird? Um, And that creativity had to come out. And it took many, many years of being resourceful and understanding you know, really how to find our place in the marketplace. Um, And that came from resilience. That came from kind of being knocked down and, okay, sales aren't really what they need to be. And the team isn't pulled together the way that they need to be. And we're not delivering, even though we're delivering and and clients love our work, we don't feel like we've got it together internally. So we need to work on these processes and just continuously being creative and resourceful to develop better processes, to grow sales, to create our own differentiation in the marketplace, which has been huge for me to actually figure out that Hummingbird is more than, you know, the ROI is more than what the campaign will be tomorrow. It's a long-term ROI for companies who work with us to really grow their value over time through good branding and marketing activities. And And I love, I love what you said about growing value, because I think about that too, in my role. And I think culture is so important and culture is the hardest thing. And so I almost think about this in terms of growth, um, because Nacy's really poised to kind of have, have a hockey stick year next year, which we'll talk more about that um, at the retreat. But it's really making sure that we have a values alignment. And sometimes that's a tricky thing because you're in a sales operation while we're a nonprofit, we're growing membership, we're, um, you know, out seeking grants and donations and things like that, trying to seed, um, support colleges so they can seed businesses. But my value, and I think this is why you and I, um, get along so well is, that it's it's really having a strong culture of kindness, caring, compassion. But all, within that, you can also have competitiveness. Um, but, you know, but but the competitiveness that we're a team together. And and I I think with women leaders, and I've heard this from um, some men actually in my life that I really admire that kind of understand a different brand of 
women leadership, and I would put you in that category of you can be your authentic self of being creative and compassionate, but you're still hard driving. You 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 stick to your values, and it's one of those things that I wish I would have known that 20 years ago because I I kind of thought. Um, over time, like I need to be somebody different. I need to be, you know, like really tough and that, and I am tough in my own way, but I'm not in probably the way that some, you know, of our, our, our women um, mentors and, and people that were even before our time that they really had to kind of become like men in, in some certain ways rather than embracing their own style. So Wendy, as we kind of come to a close, you've shared a lot of of really great examples and I think given us a lot to think about, but what would you say to people that might be in a job that they're not truly fulfilled by? And if they're thinking about doing something new, but they might be afraid, you know, they may be afraid to like stick, uh, you know, stick their toe into the water or do something different. Like what kinds of advice or what kind of resources would you encourage them to check out? Yeah. So, um, I think I'm I'm a big I'm a big podcast person these days, right? And so I think for me, uh one thing that's made a huge difference for me is understanding milestones in my business, which was something that I did not know early on. And so seeking out support from people who are in a similar industry or even in the industry that you want to be in and finding out milestones. They could be financial milestones, they could just be processes and how businesses are run. I didn't have any of that. I hadn't really been in the working world when I started my business. And so um, I think seeking out support is a huge part of, of building resilience early on, right? Because when you have other people helping you along the way, and and I was young and I was proud, but there wasn't the support systems that there are today either. And so, you know, I think entrepreneurial support systems, I listen to a lot of podcasts um, in my industry, read about my industry. Um, I don't read as much about entrepreneurship specifically as I used to, because today I'm more trying to be specific to my, my company's needs and where I need to go to reach my goals. Um, and then, you know, my, my biggest advice is just, just don't give up. I did write a chapter for a a book in 2020 called Redesign Your 9 to 5. And it's a compilation of of, um, chapters that different business owners, entrepreneurs have written about their experiences. And so I would highly encourage to look at that book. Um, That's available on Amazon. Again, it's called Redesign Your 9 to 5. And then I also speak on leadership and resiliency um, and share my story and how those different engines came through my life and supported me and helped me get to the top of the mountain over to the other side. And so um, I'd love to I'd love to hear from anyone who would like to have that story presented to their team. I think I share a lot more nuggets in that in that story. But, you know, it it took me a very long time because of the state of entrepreneurship as a young person to realize, you know, how to go about setting goals and reaching goals. And so I would say really understand goal setting isn't something that people just tell you to do. Writing the business plan isn't something that people just tell you to do. And it's a hard thing. And um, it's it's very important to work through it in your in your best way, right? To 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 be authentic, right? I'm not a great planner. I've known this all my life. I love to fly by the seat of my pants a little bit because I'm creative. 
And I have had to learn that that can be hard work and I might not always get it done perfectly, but that's okay. And it's a journey and the journey is more important than the destination, even though we are setting goals along the way. So I think that's what I would leave people with. That's a great ending, kind of end where we started with resiliency and, and lifelong learning. So if if people want to connect with you, um, what's the best way for them to find you? Sure. So um, I'm very active on LinkedIn. Um, so Wendy, I think it's Wendy Chloricoulter on LinkedIn. Um, and also the website is hummingbird-creative.com. Um, there's a page called Leadership there that has my story and information about the book and hiring me to speak um, and where I've uh, where I've been, the calendar of where I've spoken. And so I'm easy to find online. <laughs> For That's sure. right. And if you can't find her, visit nacy.com and email me and, and I'll be sure to connect you. So thank you for sharing all of that um, helpful information and the stories. That's what really sticks with people. So we encourage you wherever you are, um, really think about um, designing the life that you want and making sure that resiliency is part of it. Thank you, Wendy. Thank you, Becky. Thank you for joining us today. We hope that you will continue to explore the many ways to define entrepreneurship with NACI as we celebrate opportunity, failing forward, and success, learning from one another along the way. Subscribe to this podcast on your favorite platform and follow at NACI on social media and learn more about us at NACI.com forward slash podcast. Stay tuned for a new episode each week. We look forward to making our way forward together with you. Have you heard the exciting news? NACI recently released a new publication titled The NACI Playbook, Volume 1, all about how entrepreneurial mindset sets the new standard for success in communities and colleges. The NACI Playbook digs into entrepreneurial mindset and how practicing leadership with this framework creates an agile culture with space to innovate, co-create, fail forward, and accelerate growth. Entrepreneurship and entrepreneurial leadership require us to lean in, anticipate and recognize trends, manage change, be resilient, take risks, reflect, and rest in the knowledge that anything is possible. Learn from our innovative, insightful, generous network who navigates both challenges and opportunities entrepreneurially as we share what we've learned and how you might apply their experience to your work. We hope you'll be as inspired as we were. Learn more at www dot nacyplaybook dot com